welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Church of Heavy Metal here at Thunderdome Metal Reviews. As always, I'm the Dr. David Pizza. With me, also as always, are Tracy, the Chicken Annihilator Newport. How are you, Tracy? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. I'll take it. And Benjamin Lindsay, how are you, sir? I am uh, sipping on scotch and listening to walls and walls of riffs. So I'm doing Just great. En endless riffs. Just that yes. dirty dirty portland sound so tonight we will be talking about red fang's fifth album i believe it is arrow so ben why don't you just go ahead let's just not even f around what are the details on this album this album is their fifth released on june 4th of 2021 by relapse records it has a runtime of 43 minutes and 47 seconds the lineup for this album is David Sullivan on guitars, Aaron Beam on bass and vocals, Brian Giles on guitars, and John Sherman on drums. And the album was produced by the appropriately named, in some ways, I'm sure, Chris Funk. Mm -hmm. I thought one of the guitars do vocals for this as well, did vocals as well. Yeah, there's a backup vocalist as well. That does the more fry, scratchy vocals. Tyler Pasco. I just have what I have here. He's got what he's got. There's a couple dudes singing the this album. I wasn't sure if it was recorded in a cellar or a kill, kill floor. No, some of the drum tracks apparently were recorded in an abandoned swimming pool. So I'm not even, which is the most. That, which is everything I've seen about the man fits them perfectly. That, like that, that tracks. I'm like, of course you assholes did. What the fuck? Um, it's a great way to get a really cool sound. It is a, I, I don't know. This, I, I feel like the production of this album is obviously sort of, I don't know. It's supposed to be what it is, but it pissed me off. I'm not going to lie. Your production, David. You know how I am about production. I'm like, gosh yeah. darn it, Red Fang. Like, well, you're a production I mean, whore. We know why, you are. Why are you singing into a muffin tin? Like, what is, <laughs> like, just don't do that. Of the three albums, this definitely has the worst production. Yeah, yeah, it didn't help that this was up against. I'll just give it away, Interloper, and especially Fear Factory. Yeah. So that being said, I am an easy mark for this kind of music. I like Orange Goblin. I obviously love and worship the Altar of Clutch, uh, Lion Eyes. So I'm into this, and and High on Fire, thanks to you two. Um, and this was a fun album. It's just the production maybe want to punch someone. I think the production's on point for what I've seen and heard from the band. It's just, sure. it's just, they have a very four dudes not giving a damn attitude about a lot of things. Well, it shows in the production. <laughs> <laughs> the I videos mean, are fun. Here, the here's the thing, though. Super fun, yeah. I will say this, though, with their production quality as it is, you probably get the most two live sound, probably, of the three albums on here. I could see that. Yeah, I, I think they, I would rather see them live actually, probably listen to the oh, album. I was thinking that too, actually, when yeah. I was listening to it. The riffs are just so big that I, you know, if I had a wall of Marshall stacks to play it through, that'd be different. But since I don't, um, this exactly. would be something that would be fucking fantastic live. Oh, yeah. yeah I'd, I'd like to see Red Fang live, opening for Clutch, obviously. <laughs> yes. That would be a whole lot of groove whole, metal and, whole, and riffs <laughs> just a wall of riffs <laughs> you um, walk out with a contact high for sure at that concert as no, well no doubt no just from <laughs> from the sound yeah. um i uh i know red fang because 
I at one point went beast mode on bands that sound like Clutch and put them on a playlist. So I know them from that. And then I watched, was it Arrows? I think it was the self-titled video that one yeah. of you shared. The Katana. The, the Katana. <laughs> uh, and I was pretty hooked to that. That's why when that song came around, I was like, oh, I remember this song. So, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it conceptually. That's for sure. Yeah, they do great videos. And I am also here for this conceptually. It's one of those things where, I guess it had what we could call primitive production because it did sound like I, I it honestly wouldn't surprise me and I don't know what if it was or not if they didn't record this to analog tape instead of digitally they probably did in a pool, abandoned swimming pool yeah abandoned YMCA facility in, in the middle of the Portland riots so <laughs> <laughs> I mean I think part of it though the production the production of this album is almost needed because you can't quite get that chunky of a sound on guitar if you have the crispy clear production that a lot of like if you were to do significant production value like if you were to really emphasize production but you know dave mustaine countdown to extinction i, I was about to say yes if you're dave mustaine sure but if you're clutch you absolutely can do it That's and right. i know i've said clutch like a hundred times tonight but well and i think the disjointness in the production adds to the chunkiness because mm -hmm. it adds just enough of a disclarity to it that so i'm going to disagree with you slightly only because i know of and i can't think of the heads but there are certain ample amp heads that you can put them through that have computers on board that can emulate almost any sound and i know none of us were listening through speakers that were good enough to actually be able to tell the difference between that sound and actually them doing it analog like i said i suspect they did um yeah don't know so i do agree with you generally that you do get a much um dirtier quote unquote fuzzier warmer sound doing what you're describing but technology has come so far that for a compressed sound file you can almost emulate it to a t yeah but it's these guys. That's a lot more work than just like, huh? We got this abandoned swimming pool here. Let's just do it I, in I this swimming pool. They, I think they think a lot about this shit. That's what's interesting. <laughs> I think they want it to sound like this, which made me even more irritated with them. <laughs> I was like, why? Why did you do this? Because um, it's necessary for the genre. I know. And if I were like in an old, like, Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme and higher. <laughs> Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't care. I'd just be like that one video where they're just the guy buried alive in beer cans in the backseat, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and where they fight the D and D nerds. Th th that's the one, <laughs> and the D and D nerds get their revenge. Yes. So um, I like that they don't take themselves seriously. That I was thinking of. Yeah, they just seem to be really having fun and creating crushingly heavy riffs as they go along. I'm here for that. Yes, indeed. And this was, I didn't get a chance to say, but this was my first, I guess say, full-time interaction with them. Like, I've heard mm. songs by them previously, but I never sat down and listened to a full album by these guys. And this is one of those bands. I was like, man, I need to get to sure. it sometime. The older stuff is a little faster, I feel like. Maybe not always, but I, I feel like they were, I definitely feel like they experimented on this album more than the stuff I've heard before this. Yeah, they did some really cool atonal stuff on this. Though. Yeah, for sure. Which I think works far better than, say, Converge or, 
Because that atonal thing, Ben and I aren't always fans of it. Nope. Much as we love Philip Glass. But, uh, you know, it, here I thought it was pretty successful, particularly on, like, um, which is one, Anodyne. There's a lot of that. I know we're not talking about songs yet, but. No, totally. Um, yeah, I, this was probably also my first complete listen to them. So I, I kind of don't know at least as far as an album goes. So I think some of the earlier songs that I listened to were more up-tempo than these, but I don't think it was a whole lot. And whether like the album yeah. that way, or if those were just the fast songs that they released as singles. It's not like they were thrash. but no, no, uh, no, it was... no, no, no. But there was a little bit more Motorhead. Agreed. Yes, that's what I was looking for. That. Which, you know, here it's a little bit, I guess they're just even higher. And yeah. the pandemic, the pandemic obviously put them through some shit. They haven't put an album in five years. It's been a bit. Mm-hmm. And a year, yeah, even two, a year and a half of that was a flaming turd for all of us. So, yeah, I'm really glad they returned. A lot of people assume they had fragmented and just died off, as so many bands do. But not these fuckers. They just got their katanas and just started chopping shit in half and made they this album. Have- they're probably a mixture of jerk and high between the pandemic and prior to like, man, we fully, should record an album because we can't go nowhere. Fully legal. <laughs> or the free state of Oregon. Uh, yeah. Any other general thoughts? I know a lot of us don't have a whole lot of backstory with this band, which is usually how we felt on. I remember well, when I was four years old and spinning this on my eight track. <laughs> That's only for you and Slayer, right? Yeah, basically. <laughs> no, Power Slave, dude. Power Slave, yeah. <laughs> Five years old. Just... Slayer came out on an eight track. But uh, I know this album is definitely like, okay, I need to definitely check out more of them in the okay. future and dig deeper into their discography. Yeah, I guess we should state that this was my pick for a album that came out in July and why I chose it. Um, just because me and Tracy were talking one night after we were done recording and I was clicking around through some stuff on YouTube and saw the new Red Fang video for Arrows and just loved it. And I was like, oh, sweet, there's a new Red Fang. And then when I saw that, it was an entire album. I was like, yeah, we got to do this because I am a fan of this chunky, riffy shit. Oh, yeah, you'd watch it and you're like, hey, man, check out this video. And you send it to me. Yeah, I'm just laughing the whole time as they're cutting shit up with the katana. Well, this is chunky and riffy as hell, and there are definitely broken katanas stabbing your bandmates. <laughs> That's such just the way. Shall we talk about songs? Show. Let's do it, gentlemen. Uh, I'm going to be easy mark on this one. I don't think there's a bad song on this album. I really enjoyed all of them. I think the introduction, take it back, is it's like that lead into song. It's like a different, it's not quite a full introduction song or intro, but it's also not quite a full song. So it kind of stands halfway there. Uh, but for me, the really standouts were of course, arrows, the title track days collide Fonzie scheme and too high. I found take it back annoying <laughs> as an introduction and were it not for a review, I would simply skip it. Uh, I thought Unreal Estate was only okay, but then I think this album picks up a lot. I think Arrows is fabulous. I really like Too High. Anodyne is nice and experimental. I too like Fonzie's game. Uh, and, you know, I think it ends pretty well. I think it maybe ends a little better than it starts. 
I kind of agree with the fact that it ends a little better than it starts. I think I like Take It Back a little better than you. I think on real estate, it's solid, but Arrows does definitely shift into another gear. 100%. Um, they just floor it at that yeah, song. Yeah, they do. That is such a... a, a not only... I mean, I've, I've spoken on and on about the, the riffs on this, but just that riff alone. That riff is so good. You should yeah, look. it is. Um, because it's and the vocals like, are like it's yeah. stuck in my head right now. Yeah. I, that's what's stuck in my head all day. So yeah, um, I also like Days Collide quite a bit. Ponzi scheme is pretty cool, and I agree that why Doctor Allen Funeral uh, Coach sent this out on a really good. good. You know, yeah. I also want to give a shout out for how hilariously ridiculous the title Ponzi scheme is. <laughs> yes. So just. <laughs> uh just you know a ponzi scheme but it's the font anyway it's just amazing an amazing like clutch grade title yeah which is a high honor for me that's like the metal the gold medal it's like them at electric six and i guess these assholes i would love to see the three of them touring together that would be pretty fucking amazing at some point i'm gonna snake electric six in here i know it's not quite metal but it's not 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 metal it's okay. as metal as some of the other stuff we've done yeah for sure it is and i re- and unlike some of the other stuff that we've done that has been borderline metal <laughs> i really like electric six so i'm for that yes a blast it'll be good shit. Yep. oh yeah there we go uh let's grade this bitch uh i guess it's been on the hot seat first yeah i guess i'm on the hot seat i am certainly here for this genre of metal it's um it's weird because it's more on the stoner slow side, which mm. isn't my favorite thing. I prefer the sludge slow side. I, I don't know what that's about, but it's just how I, I am. And, but I really enjoy this. Um, this was a lot of fun. Not to put too fine a point on it, but there's going to be another album that we talk about that I'm going to give a higher grade than this that I enjoyed listening to this more than. But with all that said, I think that this is a very cool album. It's a very fun album, and I'm going to give it a B plus. I had a lot of fun with this album too. I come down more on the stoner metal side, so I was, an, as I said, an easy mark for this. And I like Clutch, Orange Goblin, bands like that, the company band. Uh, I am going to dig them a little bit, and I know you all are laughing, but this production pisses me off. <laughs> the intro is, is intro also is not my favorite, um, but it's just such a fun ride. I'm going to give this a very solid B. I really, I guess, I'm already just higher than a little bit higher than Ben. I really enjoy this album from start to finish, uh, so I'm gonna give it an A minus. That's a pretty close range. Yeah, we were all like within a few points of each other there. I'm just a production. You know how I am about production. I mean, when you grow up on Maiden and fucking when you grew up on Power Slave, you mean not just Power, Maiden, when Power you grow Slave. up. On, let's <laughs> let's be let's be accurate. When you grow up on Power Slave, recorded in the fucking Bahamas some weird shit anyway we can talk about that later compass well, studios I, I say one more thing about about the production though because to me it really reminded me especially like recording in a swimming pool back to like fucking led zeppelin recording the drums in a stairwell so i kind of appreciated that for the old I, I get that of it hey, run me of the melvins yeah as well it had that sound to it um, yeah 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 totally so i get it i get it i gave it a b y'all i just, no, I just what if it were what if the production were better though <laughs> like that's just that, i've always i just keep coming back to anyway it was really fun you all should check it out and listen to their older albums as well sounds like we're gonna sneak some of those in uh maybe a blast i don't know they got four other ones so yeah yeah that could be a blast we will see we will see what the future holds with our blast 
What are we doing next time, Tracy? Next time we are listening to we are we are listening to an album that maybe the death knell of a band that is near and dear to a couple of our trios hearts here oh. in Fear Factories uh aggression continuum or yeah aggression continuum that's it formerly monolith but not actually um i'm very glad we're doing it i'm very glad it exists and it makes me want to die inside yeah we'll yeah. see how we feel about it and as a in true fear factory a, a death scream in true fear factory fashion it is a death scream is it we heard is around it, the world is it a death scream we don't know Oh, yeah, we do, actually. But we'll talk about that on that episode. <laughs> Stay tuned for our next episode of Thunderdome Metal Reviews. Dun, 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 dun.